from that place begin to boast boast about his conquests boast about his achievements boast about who you are in him boast from that place glory glory don't stop talking say my heart is open for the word of God my heart is fertile ground I'm ready to produce 30 60 and a hundredfold glory to God are you ready for the word hmm see the word is my answer oh the word is my answer Say, all I need for life is in the word of God. So I go for the word. Hallelujah. Dear Holy Spirit, we thank you for bringing us together to fellowship with each other. And above all, to fellowship with the Lord. We thank you for all that will come to us. Thank you for preparing our hearts to receive your engrafted word. We know that we're moving from glory to glory always. And that tonight we will not be the same way we came. We thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Christ, you are either filled. Okay, let me put it like this. In Christ, you are always filled. Can you say that to your neighbor? In Christ, you are always filled. <laughs> Praise God. In Christ, you are always filled. Now, I'm not sure what thought is going through your mind. You may be wrong. In Christ, you are always filled. Now, but what you are filled with is what we don't yet know. You are either filled with yourself or filled with God. But you are always full. You are either filled with yourself or you are full of the Holy Ghost. But he admonishes you. Be filled. With the spirit. You are never empty. You are filled with something. But is it. The Holy Ghost. Or is it you. Thank you. In Ephesians 5 and verse 18. When he says be ever filled. It means it is a repeatable process. That means you are not necessarily always filled with the Spirit. But he tells you to always be filled. The best position to be in is to be weak. It is the best position to be in. Weak in terms of this world. Do not be strong with the help of this world, this material world. Don't be strong. Be weak. If the Lord will ever use any of us, it's because we are very weak. Hallelujah. You want to see it in scripture? <laughs> Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26. For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise 
Not many wise men after the flesh. Not many mighty. Not many noble are called. But God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God hath chosen what? No, say it loud. He has chosen the weak. He didn't choose the strong. He has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things of the mighty. Oh, glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. And base things of the world and things which are despised hath God chosen. Yea, and things which are not to bring to not things that are. <laughs> My goodness. Understand this. When you look around and there is no help for what you are doing, that is the best position to be in. If you look around and there's help for what you're trying to achieve, move up to the next level where you are weak. You didn't get me. If you can do with what is in your account what God wants you to do, go up to a place where your account is weak with what is inside. It means, okay, maybe you were doing a project and it was going to take a million dollars and you had the million dollars. You are too strong. <laughs> you are too strong. You are too strong. God does not choose the strong, brothers and sisters. He does not choose the strong. He chooses the weak. I just showed it to you. He chooses the weak. So if you find that you are strong, you are not in the right position. You have to move up to a place where that one million is zero. For he must increase and you must decrease. He said the reason is that no flesh should glory in his presence. That no flesh. If you are strong in the flesh, you are too strong for God. God does not want to use a man who is strong in the flesh. Go through the history, our ancestors, and see those he used, whether they were strong. They were not strong. They were weak according to men. But that is what God calls strength. I shared a, a text with you yesterday, a scripture with you yesterday from Isaiah 23 and verse 3. He said, Thou will keep him in what? Whose mind is? For he trusteth in thee. Then the next verse, give me the next verse from there. Trust ye in the Lord forever. For in the Lord Jehovah is everlasting strength. There is no strength in men. There is no strength in their devices. He said to them when they were seeking the help of men, he said the Egyptians are men, they are not gods. Their horses are flesh, not spirits. He said the arm of flesh will fail you. So don't boast when you find you strong in the flesh. You are the weakest in God's eyes when you are strong to do by yourself. Let me show you another. Oh, glory to God. So, 2 Corinthians chapter 12 from mm, verse give me verse 6. Next verse. Okay. Now, when you read from verse 1, he says, I knew a man. Whether it's in the flesh or in the spirit, I'm not sure. But I knew a man about 14 years ago who was taken up into the third heavens. This is Paul talking. 
and received, he received an abundance of revelations. So great things that were communicated to his spirit. So then, he said, um, okay, go to 12.5. Let me read it quickly. Of such one will I glory, yet of myself will I not glory, but in mine infirmities. Now, there's a reason he's saying that. Now, he said, for though I would desire to glory, I shall not be a fool. You know what he's saying? Okay, don't worry. For I will say the truth, but now I forbear, lest any man should think of me above that which he seeth me to be, or that he heareth of me. I know it's King James, but you understand? Okay. And lest I be, ex- sorry, lest I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations. There was given to me a thorn. He, now he didn't say God gave to him. Are you getting me? Because if God gave it to him, I'll explain. There was given to me a thorn in the flesh. The messenger of Satan to buffet me. Lest I should be exalted above measure. Next verse. For this thing I besought the Lord thrice that it might depart from me. If God gave it to him, he won't pray. Are you getting me? No, he didn't say God gave it to him. He said, there was a messenger, an angel of the enemy, sent to trouble him. Are you getting me? Producing adversity for him. So he would pray consistently about these challenges. He said he prayed three times concerning it. Now look at what the Lord said. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Now look at this. He didn't say my strength is made perfect in your weakness. He said my, this is a principle. My strength is made God's strength is made perfect in weakness. So when there is weakness, it is the greatest opportunity for God. So when you are when you are in a position where it's like there's nothing compared to what is required. Oh, I'll teach you what to do. <laughs> I said it's the best place. It might not feel like that to the flesh. Oh, but it's the best. Listen, some will celebrate when they have a million dollars in their account, you know, that's when they want to celebrate. Or they are celebrating for the million dollars to come. <laughs> oh, praise God. All right. Uh, next verse. No, no. Okay, this is it. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore. Will I rather glory? When he says glory here, he's, he means boasts. Do you know what it means to boast? Come on now. Can I have a microphone? Do you, do you know what it means to boast? What does it mean to boast? To brag. Okay, you're giving me synonyms. <laughs> you first give me the meaning, then we go to the synonyms. Uh, to boast, to boast. Okay, okay, you said brag. It's the same thing. So what, what is brag? To brag. It means to showcase proudly. To showcase proudly. Uh, you're a Webster dictionary. <laughs> it's like he has always had this definition. Just waiting to be called. <laughs> Praise God. Yes. yes. To speak exponentially or even... To speak exponentially that may necessarily be the absolute truth. Mm. Okay. 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 Who else? Boast. To boast. I boast. He really boasts. Me, you, for me, you can tell me I boast. It's true. I, I totally agree with you. Thank you. It means when you are confident in your own ability. Okay. To be confident in your ability. Okay, so it's all good, right? Someone go into the dictionary and give it to us. 
Let's see what the dictionary... Don't, don't go and choose any woke, any woke dictionary. <laughs> yes. Please, he, he needs a microphone. Oh, you have it? Yes, please give it a... To talk with excessive pride and self-satisfaction about something, mm. someone's achievement or mm. possession or okay. abilities. Or abilities. Kuya. Kese koka. <laughs> Thank you, Dickness. No, read it one more time. Just give her a microphone one more time. One more time. Mm, 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 Thank you, Pastor. Mm. To talk with excessive pride. With excessive pride. And self-satisfaction. Self-satisfaction. About one's achievement. About one's achievement. Possessions. Possessions. Or abilities. Or abilities. I boast in the Do you agree? <laughs> <laughs> you see. He said, I glory in my infirmities. He's saying, my infirmities are a vantage point. It is the pedestal from where I boast. Infirmities, weakness, trouble. The man said, that is where he boasts from. My goodness. All right, don't worry. Don't worry. He said, most gladly, therefore, I will I will rather glory. I will boast. He didn't say I will boast about my infirmities. He said I will boast in my infirmities. From that place I will boast. So that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Okay, don't worry. Now, go back to where we started from. Can you read? Uh, give me nine again. Speak in tongues for just 30 seconds. Speak in tongues. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You must be already full to collect this thing. Now, from then, give it to me in the TPT. Let's read it. Let's read it. Let's, let's read it from the TPT. <laughs> but he answered me, my grace is always more than enough for you. And my power finds its full expression through your weakness. I will celebrate my weaknesses, he says. For when I am weak, I sense more deeply the mighty power of Christ living in me. But let's, let me show you where it's even sweeter. So I'm not defeated by my weaknesses. You are not subject to the weaknesses. But delighted. For when I feel my weakness and endure mistreatment, when I'm surrounded with troubles on every side and face persecution because of my love for Christ, I am made yet stronger. For my weakness becomes a portal to God's power. My weakness is a portal. Did you know that? Hey! Pai! He said my weakness becomes the portal. If the word of God is true, is there any weakness now in your life? Is there any challenge now? He said it is a portal. It is a portal. It is the access for the power of God to come through. This is how the Lord has always operated. I want to show you something. <laughs> okay, okay. Go to Exodus. Go to Exodus. You didn't know your weakness was important. Paul said, I will glory in. Huh? Glory, boast. You see, the definition she was given is not about the man. It's about the one inside. It's a boast from the one inside. 
about his possessions and his achievements. Okay, Exodus chapter 4, verse 10. King James Version, please. You remember, this is the story of when Moses is called. All right? And the Lord calls him for his assignment. And they're having a, a discourse. Moses says this to the Lord. <laughs> God, thank you. And Moses said unto the Lord, Oh my Lord, I am not eloquent. Let me have you read it. One to go. is very interesting. Moses is the one talking here. Now go to Acts chapter 7. From verse 21. Give it to me in the TPT. <laughs> so they had to abandon him. This is a recall a historical account that this man of God is giving. So they had to abandon him to face his fate, but God arranged that the Pharaoh's daughter would find him and take him home and raise him as her own son. Next verse. So Moses was fully trained in the royal courts and educated in the highest wisdom of Egypt. To, sorry, in the highest wisdom Egypt had to offer until he arose as a powerful prince. And what? Doesn't this seem to conflict? He was eloquent. He was highly trained. And because of that, because he was so eloquent, God took him to the desert to go and remove everything. God took him to the desert to make him weak because he was too strong. Moses was too strong for God to use him. At 40, he was super eloquent, trained, but he was too strong for what God wanted to do with his life. Don't depend on the training of Egypt before you become too strong for God to use you. God took him. It took 40 years to disabuse his mind of his strength. He was too strong for God. So God trained him with what? Sheep. Smelly, poo-pooing, eating sheep. From the great halls of palaces where the Bible said he was a powerful prince and an eloquent orator. He, when that man would speak, everybody would be like, whoa, this guy is eloquent. He's, he, he is, this guy can talk. He can, he can speak. He has garb. He can speak. He has this gift to speak. But it was coming from where? If he was fully trained in the royal courts and educated in the highest wisdom of Egypt. Oh, that Egypt had to offer. <laughs> but I said, God, when Moses stepped out for God to use him, God said, no, not now. I can't use you. He made, from the beginning, he made a mistake. Because of his training, God said, I will make you weak. <laughs> he took him into the desert, took everything from him. All the royal regalia and the distinguished nature of his personality and <laughs> oh. All the, all the books, the bachelors and masters and PhDs and it means nothing. You know, when people stand with me and they want to impress us with their accolades, I just smile. I said, you don't, you don't know God yet. Now, that is not to say you shouldn't be educated. Don't get it wrong. 
But if your education is what you are depending on to become what God said, oh, you, have, you will learn for another 40 years then. I said this man was eloquent. By the time God was done with him, go back to Exodus. <laughs> if God will really use you, this is what it will be. Exodus chapter 4, verse 10. He said, and Moses said unto the Lord, <laughs> oh my Lord, I am what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> no, read it one more time. One to go. Something has happened to this man. <laughs> he has gone to the bush. <laughs> For 40 years he's been in the bush. My God. Because he's about to defeat the wisdom of Egypt with a stick. <laughs> no, think about it. What if uh, Moses had a leaf in his hand? I don't know if you get what I'm... It wasn't about what was in his hand. God was trying to prove to him a point. It's not all that Egypt gave you that will make you. What you have presently, I can take it and put me on it. That thing that looks like it's nothing. It looks weak. It's a stick. A stick. A rod that he uses to beat the goats and the sheep stick that he broke from one tree God said put it before me oh, my God and with that stick he did the wonders of God a stick with all your education I said come to zero you, you draw out because you have found that all success, all solution is only found in the word. You have come to that conclusion. That is why we are excited about the word of God the way we are. Because we have found that if I want to have good success, it's all contained in this book. But when you have many choices, when the word of God is being preached, you know, you have a certain attitude towards it. It's like, it's an addition to what you know. You know, so it's just coming in and just looking, you know. You have another way to sort the problem. So this one is given to you as the solution. You put it on the back burner. And you, you take up your solution again. But he's communicating to you. That listen. What you have is not usable to me. But if you give you to me. There is nothing about you that is useless. The world will look at you. And describe many things about you as useless. So don't take pride in Harvard and Princeton and uh, this and that. Put it aside, man. Put it aside. It means nothing. The more you talk like that, the more it annoys God. Those institutions are falling. Their, their standards have gone so low. So there's nothing to believe in them that someone went there. They have produced some of the worst humankind. Those that are causing problems in this world are from those schools. The more educated you are, the more, the more you should know the scriptures, I'm telling you. The more educated you are, the more you should make it look like it is nothing. Don't put that first. When they're asking you questions, you, that's what you want to put across first. Yes, I, I'm, uh, you know, Rather say you are an usher in the house of God. Because that is more glorious. <laughs> when I was younger, I used to, on my passport, I would put on, the, when they say occupation, I'll say pilot. So proudly, you know. I'll put it there, pilot. Because I was pretty, I was very young. I became a pilot when I was 19 years old. So, in my mind, I was even in the papers in Ghana. <laughs> so I thought, you know, I'm somebody. 
Glorified driver. You are okay. You are you are you are what? You are a doctor. They, so it's because of sickness that people are praising you. Sickness has made you great. No, I want you to think about it for a moment. Because of sickness, when people are sick, you are great. No, no, think about it for a moment. You are a lawyer, so you are happy. Don't be angry. I'm just telling the truth. <laughs> you are a lawyer. You are happy. That is what you tell people. You know, <laughs> in, in, uh, for us who are, you know, even your English that has changed. You know, because now levels have changed. Change. You, you're a big person now. Is because of evil men that you are great. No, think about it. Because the, 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 the righteous needs no law. It's because you and them, you people are very evil. So, <laughs> it has given you position. In heaven, we don't need you. Uh-huh. The choir is the best place to be in heaven. <laughs> are you hearing me? If it doesn't matter then, it doesn't matter now. Let me tell you. Put it in its place. Yes, they are your achievements. That's good. But know where it belongs. Put it at the bottom of the scale. Before God shows you something. That is not to him that willeth. It is not to him that runneth. That the battle is not to the strong. It is about the man God will work with. That is the important man. Reverend Ken will tell you, Pastor, train them in the bush. Think about it. He said, Pastor, train them in the bush, but they are the ones that are doing the mightiest things. In the bush, in the night, they will be praying. Whilst others are sitting in Harvard. Mm, 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 mm. Calculations. He said, Moses was an eloquent orator. God said, no, I can't use that one. Forty years. He made all those things useless. The man said, God. <laughs> Gives me in the uh, NIV. Let's see how the NIV reads. Moses said to the Lord, pardon your servant, Lord. I have never, he's denying his education. <laughs> I said, deny your education. Say to someone, deny your education. <laughs> Are you hearing this? He said, I have never, <laughs> never been eloquent. Neither in the past. Nor since you have spoken to yourself. I am slow of speech and tongue. Go back to the King James. I want you to see something. Oh, God is faithful. Next verse. Next verse. And the Lord said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth? Or who maketh the dumb or deaf? Or the seeing. Or the blind. Have not I the Lord? Next verse. Now therefore go. I will be with your mouth. I said that is what matters. That is what matters. That mouth. That is not eloquent. That mouth that is weak. He said I will be with it. That account that is weak. He said I will be with it. That qualification that is weak. He said, that is the one I want. I will be with it. I will be with it. I will be with it. You, they look at you. Nobody can calculate that you will amount to anything. He said, you are the one I'm looking for. When the Lord went to the house of Jesse, 
all the well-trained soldiers, all the beautiful guys, the handsome guys were brought out. The Lord said, I can't use him. 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 Until they said, is, are these all? Can you imagine? All these qualified, God is asking, is this, is this it? He's asking, is this it? Don't you have anybody else? Where's the body else? He said, there's one other one who's taking care of sheep. <laughs> He's taking care of sheep in one backside. Look at this. God said, this is the prophet speaking. So I said, God said, he said, we will not sit down until he comes. Eliab was not the one. Eliab was tall and handsome. God said, I've rejected him. The one who no, nobody even knows. Even he doesn't know they are looking for him. He's not a candidate. I said, don't be strong in yourself. Be weak for God to use you. Celebrate your weaknesses. Are you getting me? When you look at yourself, you don't see anything to write home about. The house you don't have, the car you are borrowing, you know, everything. You are, in fact, even where you live, you are living with somebody. Like, it's like nothing, nothing. I said you are at the strongest point of your life. You are the best place. You are not weak. To men, you are weak. But to God, you are strong. David comes. He said, that's the Lord's anointed. Now, look, it was so convincing when Eliab stood in front of Samuel. It was, I mean, if you were there, you will say, no, this is the guy. Ah, even we, we will be proud of this guy as our king. Look at him, fresh guy. When he speaks, look at the English. It's just it's correctly arranged. The Lord said, the man took out the horn to anoint him. He took it out to anoint him. He was going to anoint him. The Lord shouted. He said, stop. See that you do it not. Don't do it. For I have rejected him. He said, don't look at his outward appearance. You are persuaded by his outward appearance. He said, I don't look like men look. Men look at the outside. I look at the inside. That one was filled with himself. So I said, you are always full. He's filled with himself so God can do nothing. Because his qualifications will take the glory. He will take the glory. When God talks about these men that he used, you see how God's mind works. When David wanted to do something for God, God said to him, he said, I took you from the sheep. He knows where he took him from. When Hannah was singing, he said, don't be arrogant. He said, speak no more arrogantly. He said, the Lord is the one who takes the beggar from the dunghill and sets him among. Never speak proudly. The Bible said there are seven, there are six things. Yes, seven things. He said six things that the Lord hates and the seventh an abomination. The seventh is what? A proud look where you size somebody like he is nothing. You have just given him your inheritance. Let me tell you. I'm telling you the only, it's from the scripture. You size somebody. All that belonged to you. That was supposed to happen in your future. The Lord takes it away. And adds it to that one. Even in church you have those things happen. Where you know. There, there are those who think of themselves. As better and higher. Than some. So when someone. You know. ah, Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Don't be like that. Let what you cherish most be the anointing of God's spirit. For he is everlasting strength. The strength of men have failed from ancient times. In every generation, the strength of men have failed. Alexander the Great was great, but he has failed. The, the princes and kings of Persia are no more. 
Their pomp and pageantry and majesty is of no use. It's gone. Nebuchadnezzar began to talk proudly that by my strength I have done this. I have done this. The Bible says the watchers, not even God. The watchers took a counsel. They had warned him already. They said you will be a beast. It's the watchers that did it too. They said you will be a beast for seven years. Just It was only to teach him humility. It wasn't to finish him. Some of you, sometimes the challenge is the strength, the, the boasting you have boasted concerning your achievements of the flesh that has kept you in a place. Because God wants you to know that it is not by might, it is not by power, it is by my spirit. The Lord doesn't do that with um, people he doesn't have a plan for. The proud have been proud and they speak proudly in the world. The Lord is not moved. There's a day coming. Whether they are alive or dead, there's a day coming. But concerning you, he doesn't want you to trust in what is finishing. He doesn't want you to trust in what is spoiling. Don't put your trust in it. Let your trust be in the Lord. Set your mind on him. He said, I will be with your mouth. If God will be with your mouth, if God will be with your account, if God will be with that business, if God will be with your job, if you will be with whatever it is that he has committed into you, that's all you need. That's all you need. That's all you will ever need. Don't let friends and, and you know, uh, colleagues deceive you. You may be in the world, but remember that you are not of this world. Your strength has never come from them. You know how God brought you to where you are. Don't now start talking from there like all of a sudden you have become intelligent. You know, you have become so intelligent. The Lord kept on telling them, remember the Lord your God. Remember, don't say that it was by my might that I did this. Don't say it. He said, I'm taking you into a land. I'm kicking another group out. Don't say it's because of our righteousness. Don't say that we are righteous, more righteous than they. You know, when Jesus talked about that story of two men who came into the, the temple. One came. He, he couldn't raise his head. He was bowed. Entreating God. Entreating God. That have mercy on me, I'm just a lowly sinner. The other one came beating his chest. Ah, I'm not like that one. Ah, the Lord said, so who left justified? Who left justified? Go to Matthew chapter 5. Give it to me in the, in the TPT. From, actually, give to me in the message translation. Message translation. Go to three. You are blessed. When you are at the end of your rope, with less of you, there is more of God and his rope. Next verse. You are blessed. When you feel... You've lost what is most dear to you. Only then can you be embraced by one most dear to you. Do you know, he, he's saying it is only then that God becomes more real. Next verse. You are blessed when you're content with just who you are. No more, no less. That's the moment you find yourselves proud owners of everything that can't be bought. I have found, you know, the poor in spirit. They, they are poor in spirit. What they are filled with is God. They are not, that's what it means to be poor in spirit. Is to be <laughs> so less of you. 
There's nothing you have. I don't know if you get me. He said, okay, go to the King James. Um, three. Blessed are the poor in spirit. The ones who don't have anything on the inside. Are you getting me? The ones that don't have, um, it's like, oh, I have this, I'm this, I'm that. I'm, they're empty of it. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Those are the ones that will constantly have the kingdom manifest for them. The poor in spirit. The one who is rich in spirit. I, I don't know if you get the context of what he's saying. The rich in spirit is very poor. He has nothing. Because the reality is there is a kingdom. It's within, yes. If you're full of yourself, there is no space. I keep on, I say it a lot to you. Ah, that I know nothing. You think those that are <laughs> very intentional talk. I, and it's true. I know nothing. I have nothing, but I have all things. I don't know. You have to get the context right. I know nothing, but I know all things. It's only in him that I find that I know all things. But approach me from this world, I have nothing. God does his greatest work in your life. Dickness, when you are when you are in deep sleep. Let me explain what I mean by that. You know, to be asleep in this text is to be cut off from the world. When you are asleep, you are at your weakest point. I hope you know that. No matter how mighty you are, <laughs> that you have generals who answer to you. Um, you know that you are a tyrant, dictator. <laughs> you have many men who will kill for you. You will sleep. <laughs> In that moment, when you are asleep, you are so weak. <laughs> All that you are means nothing. You are asleep. Dead to this world. That is when God does his best work. Let me read a scripture to you. Go to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Verse 7. But guess what? Genesis chapter 2. From verse... Uh, Actually, is it two? 21. Genesis 2, 21. And the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. And he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. What was God bringing out of the man? Wow. God wasn't going to make it and bring it to him. Glory was inside the man we didn't know. It was inside the man. Everything that you require is already inside you. I said, but at your weakest point is your greatest the Lord caused the deep sleep. The man could do nothing. <laughs> he was his weakest. Don't help God. Don't help God. Don't help God. He didn't just say uh, uh, God caused him to sleep. A deep sleep. That sleep that is like they've given you anesthesia. Are you getting me? It's, 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 you are gone. Deep sleep. First operation. A rib. He said to Moses, put the rod in front of me. He took a rib. 
what the man already had, a rib. We didn't know a rib. Hey, something that seemed so like, what? Just took it out from the side. It was glory. No, no, you don't get it. I'm not talking about the rib. I'm saying every part of you can produce glory. My God. No, that's what God was trying to communicate. Why a rib? What's special about the rib? If the rib is so special, why are they not using it to produce more women? (laughs) There's nothing special about it. The Lord was proving a point that that the communication of your faith might become effectual by the acknowledging of every good thing that is in you. There's something in you. If you will just let God don't trust, don't trust don't trust in your strength is what I'm trying to tell you. Treat it like it doesn't matter. Then when it comes to the things of God, honor them, honor them. Treat them like, yeah, this is what matters. You know why God tells you to pay your tithe? He wants to make your finances weak. I know the language I'm using may be easily misunderstood. What he's trying to do is he's trying to make you weak so that you will be strong. This is what he does to his children. Without this, you are too strong. And in this world, you are weak then. Are you getting me? You can't stand the forces. But he's... Hey! Shai Dagava Sunday! The Bible said that the weakness of God is stronger than the strength of men. His his 10%, his 10% is stronger than your 90%. Oh, you know, you didn't get it. All he's asking for is 10, 10%. And with the 10%, hey, he makes you stronger than 100% would have been for you. He takes a little, that, that is the stick. That is the rib. 10%. He says to them, Sabbath, leave it for me. Leave the Sabbath for me. And then the rest of their days are empowered. Leave the Sabbath for me. They are empowered. The Lord makes you look weak intentionally in front of men. That you may be strong. And you are thinking your ability, your strength is in the salary. You keep on using the salary. You keep on, you will not pay your tithe. You will not give your first fruit. You don't know you are becoming weaker. You are believing in the strength of Egypt. The Lord said, no son, give me, I will empower the rest. Give me. The woman had nothing. It, didn't, it wasn't enough to take care of her. The man of God said, bake for me first. Why? Because that is the influence you needed. God's weakness. <laughs> ah, wow. When I am weak, then am I strong. You look around, everything seems like there's nothing. From that vantage point from that vantage point it is a vantage point it is a place of strength it is a place it's your place of strength you look around it's not enough it is your place of strength from that place begin to boast boast about his conquests boast about his achievements boast about who you are in him boast from that place glory glory Don't stop talking. Let me tell you why. Because he said it. Verse 10. 2 Corinthians 12. All right. Give it to me. Nine. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I what boast in my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest. This is the secret. If there is no boast, there is no power. When you begin to boast, the power of God begins to rest. 
as soon as you stand there and you begin to talk, you are talking, everything looks bad, everything looks weak, but you are talking. The power of Christ rests upon you. When you are too strong, that power lifts. Leaves you by yourself. When you are weak in men's eyes, that power rests. And at that moment, what you are saying is happening. For the power rests upon you. What you are saying is taking place. It's taking place. The Lord said to him, my grace, my grace is sufficient. It's sufficient. Don't look anywhere else. My grace, my grace that is in you is sufficient for you. It's available and working. I know who I am. I'm greater than any challenge. For greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. I have overcome every adversity. Yes, every mountain is scaled by me. Kaya. This is how the Lord wants you to live. I said, if you look around and you find that you are too strong, take the demand up. Are you getting me? If you are being able to handle everything by your salary, move up. It means that's not where God wants you to live. You are too strong. You are too strong. No, understand what I'm saying? It means you are too strong. So become weak. He has put honor in your life. Right? He has put honor in your life. Let that honor keep growing greater and greater and greater. He has called you unto greatness, brothers and sisters. Called you unto greatness. How do you boast in the Lord? That's what I think I want you to remember. How do you boast in the Lord? Talking his word. From where you stand, talk his word. He said from that vantage point, I will glory. I will glory in my infirmities. I will glory in my infirmities. I will glory in my infirmities. So you say that, you know, Lord, thank you. This is the best place to be. You're not being able to pay the bill. You say, Lord, thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. This is the most glorious place. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. I can do all things through Christ who energizes me, who strengthens me. The more the challenges are there, the more he's strong in you. His strength is made perfect in weakness. Glory to God. Never forget that I said if you find that you are too strong, make it so that you are weak. If they are demanding 100,000 and you have the 100,000 without anything Step up. Don't touch that one. Say, Lord, that's not the one. There's another in my spirit. Bring forth that one. Be, be weak, even though you are strong. Do you understand? There's a pain in the body. The same thing. From that pain, you say, Lord, you are strong in me. Your life is in me. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. I have the life of God in me. The life of God is in me. The life of God is in me. You keep declaring that. You are strong. You see, he said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. This is, this is how you do it. This is what it means to be strong in the Lord. You are going to make your boast in him. That is, that is what you are strong. You are strong with the Lord. You know, strong with the Lord. You are strong in him. You keep on declaring. The Bible said, Abraham, he was not weak in faith. He was fully persuaded. He kept on boasting. That is what he meant by giving glory to God. Giving glory. He kept on boasting. I am Abraham. I'm no more Abraham. I am Abraham. The world belongs to me. He kept on boasting what the Lord had said. You keep boasting. You keep talking. He said, When I do that, the power of God rests on me. 
it rests on you. Are you hearing me? In that moment, I want you to have this mentality that in that challenge, in that moment, as you are talking, you are the most strongest. You are stronger than your competitors in that moment. You are stronger than your adversity and the adversary in that moment. You keep talking. You keep talking. But if you keep, if, if you don't talk, you become weak. Are you hearing me? You keep talking. As you are talking, things are happening. As you are talking, there's a shaking. As you are talking, there's a noise. As you are talking, bone is coming to his bone. As you are talking, tendons are coming. Muscles are coming. As you are talking, they are rising up an army. Keep talking. Keep talking. To the world, in doing that, you look weak. To the world, you are weak. What is this nonsense? Go and do something. You are there talking. You are there talking. You look foolish. You are there speaking in tongues. You look foolish. You look foolish. But he said the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of men. You keep talking. You keep speaking in tongues. It's a foolishness to men. But it is the strength of God. He said Christ is foolishness to the Greeks and to the Jews. He said, but to us, it is the power of God. Christ is the power of God. To us, Christ is the power of the living God. Christ is the power of God. Christ is the power of God. He said, to them is foolishness, but not to you. Not to you. Speak in tongues. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There are bills that have been difficult to pay. You say, Lord, thank you. Thank you. You have made me able. All grace abounds towards me. All grace abounds towards me. All grace, all grace, all grace abounds towards me. I have much more than enough. I refuse to consider the things that I see. I consider not, I consider not the things that I see with my optical eyes. But I see with the eyes of the spirit. For the things that are not seen are eternal. The things which are seen are subject to change. This situation is changing for me. It's changing for me. It's changing for me. They've just fired you from a job. You stand there and you say, all things are mine. The whole world is mine. Someone standing by you will say, but that's foolish. You just lost your job. You're going to lose everything. You say, no, I lose nothing. I have all things and I abound. I have all things and abound. You're going through different challenges and the enemy is telling you, what are you going to do now? There's nobody to help you. There's nobody. You stop him right in his track. You say, the helper lives in me. The helper dwells in me. I'm mightily helped of God. The Lord has helped me. I'm helped. I'm helped. I'm helped. He is the strength of my life. I do not go down. I do not go down. You feel like you are going down. You feel like you are sinking. You say, I do not sink. I do not sink. I'm a city set on a hill. I mount up with wings like an eagle. I know who I am. You make your boast in the Lord. He said, as you do that, the power of God is resting on you. Thou will keep him in perfect peace. In shalom, shalom, in peace with prosperity, whose mind is stayed on God. As long as you are talking, you are moving forward. As long as you are talking, you are rising. As long as you are talking, you are conquering. As long as you are talking, you are overcoming. As long as you are talking, you are flying. As long as you are talking, you are playing by a different set of rules. The law of the spirit of life in Christ is at work in you. Death is not at work. The law of the spirit of life is at work. It has made you free. Exempted you from sin and death. You look around it's like there's nothing working. You say it's working for my good. It's working for my good. It's working for my good. 
the enemy keeps saying it's not working it's not working nothing is working you say it's all working together it's all working it's all all of it is working for my good he has made you the strongest. He has made you the strongest. He has made you the strongest. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. No, you've got to shout glory to God. Shout glory, glory, glory. Shout it, glory, glory.